Greetings, my dears. This is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com back with another moment for chronic wellness. I'm continuing to talk about what it's like to live with lung disease. And I don't know how many of you out there are swimmers or have spent time swimming, but if you have, I want you to channel the feeling of swimming a lap or maybe out in an open body of water and keeping up the pace of a stroke that's just too fast for you. And the experience of exerting too hard and not having enough time with your face out of the water for a breath of air is the only thing that I can give you that sort of simulates what it's like to have lung disease <laughs> because it always feels like every exertion is too much, even if it's just walking to the other room. Things take so much more oxygen than I realized before I had lung disease. I mean, even just speaking to you for this podcast, you'll notice that sometimes I breathe at irregular intervals or I'll stop in the middle of a word to catch my breath because I can't catch my breath. <laughs> and um, then there's the experience of the, the not getting enough air on each stroke, the experience that even when I am taking a breath, because I can't fully inflate my lungs, my lung disease is restrictive, it means that even my very best attempts to take a deep breath leave me woefully unsatisfied. And, and I am so much better now than what I once was and still um, at, its, at its worst, um, my lung disease, left me always feeling needy and hungry for breath. And that experience of feeling like someone was sitting on my chest, as though my lungs were burning, as though I was panting to just try to get air. I mean, it's um, the burning kind of felt like uh, the way that it does after you've sprinted. Uh, I can remember, y'all, I am not a runner, never have been, never was, never will be a runner. But, but in gym class, when they would make you do some sort of dash or sprint, um, and then you'd stand with like your hands on your knees, kind of half doubled over, panting, and your lungs would kind of burn, and you'd taste blood a little bit from just expanding pathways that you're not often using. That's how my lungs always feel, just to kind of be getting air into them. My, my lungs are scarred, and, uh, and so it is, it is always a process of moving against resistance to take deep breaths and to, and to work air down into places that air resists going. So what this leads to is anxiety. And while depression has always been a cyclical process of my life, 
I've not been prone to an anxious mind. I've not been prone to panic. And being deprived of oxygen, being uneasy in my own simplest bodily experience in this everyday, ordinary thing that I'd been able to take for granted riddled me with fear and anxiety. It it consumed me at times, it paralyzed me at others, it became my uncomfortable bedfellow. And I do mean bedfellow because there is nothing like the dark solo quiet nature of bedtime to really highlight how shallow, ragged, and insufficient my breath was and uh, lead my mind to spinning and to leave me feeling like I was being smothered. And um, I got prescribed sleeping meds and anti-anxiety meds and I learned a couple of strategies. So stay tuned for my next video where I talk about dealing with panic and anxiety. And I think these are strategies that can serve me or anyone managing anxiety, not just those of us with lung disease. Thank you for being here. And uh, whether or not our bodies are healthy, let's find ways to be well.